Last year, 76 online shoppers' banking details were hacked every minute. Many of these people were attacked on public Wi-Fi at cafes and airports. Protect your logins and bank details from hackers with TunnelBear. TunnelBear gives you free data to start so you can see if the network is right for you. Sign up now at ProtectYourWiFi.com and get one extra gig of data for free. Visit ProtectYourWiFi.com for more information. Hello and welcome to once again, this is hour 15 of the 24 hour uh, podcast. I am your host, Kente, and I'm joined by the beautiful, the wonderful, the talented, the gifted, the greatly dressed Ava Laura. How you doing, Ava Laura? I am amazing. How are you in your 15th hour? Look, man, I'm... I'm hanging in there. <laughs> I'm hanging in there. Are right, you about to hear an echo? I, 15 of uh, the 24-hour uh, podcast. There we go. All right. Sorry about that. But um, I am here. I'm happy. I'm 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 with y'all. I actually, awesome. you know what's funny? I, I you know I I did get a chance to take a little nap, just a little nap. <laughs> and uh, I that's I guess that's all I needed because I'm back and I'm ready. I'm glad you're here. Hopefully you'll get some rest after, you know, I'm a proponent of self-care and getting enough sleep and taking care of yourself. So I got to, got to check in, make sure you all right. When this joint is over, I'm like, all right, you guys, uh, we'll see you next year. You know, and I'll be like, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to be like, boom, straight to the bed. Do not I know that's right. Me. Yeah. So, um, well, we're, we're talking about today is uh it's funny because we just had Leah the life coach on and we were talking about mm-hmm. this uh this game that they're doing called uh, manifestation game and mm. the whole point of it is to teach people to how to manifest what they want mm-hmm. and uh what I wanted to talk with you is you know we we talk a lot about life coaching and mm-hmm. and um it's this real interesting thing you know where you have um it's like kind of a wild, wild west in a way, <laughs> you know, you know? And, you you're know, a coach, you're a coach. Everybody's a coach. Right. Yeah. And then the, I know you, it must drive you crazy that sometimes they'll probably put you in the same gumbo with these crazy people, you know, but then, you know what, but your work though stands for itself. So you stand out, you know, the cream, what they say, the cream rises to the top. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think I've been blessed to be doing this long enough where people don't necessarily put me in the same category if they know me. But if they don't know me, then I do get put in the same category because they don't know what's what. Um, and it's interesting, you know, we talk a lot in business about like branding and, you know, all this stuff. And I remember I was thinking about, well, maybe I should change my title because I'm really more than a life coach. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why I started saying life coach and intuitive consultant. And then of course, keynote speaker. Um, 
But I thought about it and I said, I don't want to come up with all this other craziness. You got people saying, oh, I'm a self-care coach or I'm a clarity coach. or, And I didn't want to do all of that because when I thought about it, if somebody is searching, they're not going to search for a self-care coach. They're going to search for a life coach. Right. They're going to so- search for a counselor. They're going to search for you know terms that they know and understand. And so even though if you don't know me, you might kind of group me in with the rest, I'll at least come up when you're looking for that. Right. So I made a conscious decision to not change my title, even though I know that I'm more than that. And then kind of like you said, just let my work and my credentials speak for themselves. And you do have a look that makes that you you look legit. You know, you do have that look, you know, about you, you you know, you have the rap, right? It's something about the rap that makes you go, okay, she's serious. This is a serious mm. woman right here. Okay. You know, and also you carry yourself in such a great way. Um, just, you know, we, we had this platform that we all met on called Blab. I know mm-hmm. people who weren't on Blab, they probably tired of hearing us talk about it. <laughs> they be like, we oh. love some Blab. Like Blab yeah. was like hands down the best social media platform ever. Right. Right. And it's short life. My, <laughs> my good friend, um, my good friend, uh, Shadid, uh, who wasn't around in the Blab day, she's like, every time when we bring up Blab, I see her eyes roll like, oh, God, y'all in this Blab. Can, can y'all move on from the Blab? But, but you know, <laughs> I mean, I, I think, you know, what people who don't understand who weren't a part of Blab is that think about how long ago that was. And we're still connected. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because because of Blab, because like we genuinely got to know each other in right. a way that I don't think any other social media platform allow for genuine connections. So like, you know, my boot to boom live streaming show came out of that. You know, Fitz and I are still friends to this day. You know, Jessica and I are have done numerous projects. We're in a mastermind together. Now we're doing another podcast together. Like there were like some serious um, relationships that came out of there. I went to L.A. and, you know, I met you and and it was like we were friends forever. You know, it's because of Blab. So, you know, ultimately, I think that's what social media is supposed to be about. But I think Blab, what what made it special was that it was a community. Right. Well, one thing I'll I'll say about yourself and in that platform is that, um, like, you always commanded respect, right? Mm. And, you know, it's funny. It's not that you ever said, like, you you can't play with me or, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? I'm too serious. You know, watch what you say to me. But it's just the way that you carry yourself. You always carry yourself in a way where you just automatically get it, you know? Mm. And that's really, that's, that's really awesome about you. And I can just imagine, um, in your, you know, in your work as a life coach, having that presence must really help. Right. When you're yeah, trying to reach to people and stuff like that. And, um, but you know, I, I'm gonna tell y'all a secret about Ava Laura. She is a real human being. She likes that. <laughs> I mean, anybody who knows me know that I like to laugh. I'm a laugh all day long. It might right. be inappropriate, but I am. But you know what? Like to your point, what I do want to say about that because some people might look at that and say, like, oh, that's just how you are. And mm-hmm. you know, there is that thing of like, you know, nature versus nurture, right? Like right. what you're born with versus you know what comes from your experiences and stuff like that. And 
what I will say is that, you know, what I want people to understand about what you said is that anybody can show up in a space like that. Like we can all command that respect without demanding it, but just how we show up in the room and show up in the space. And a lot of that comes from, yes, it comes from who I am and, but it also comes from, I did my healing work. And I think that, you know, when I talk about coaching, when I'm working with my clients, ultimately I am always working with them to help them to be the best that they can be. And that is how you also show up in the space. Um, not just your look, but your presence, your energy, um, your inner beingness. And I think that those are things that we don't really talk about per se, but people sense and they feel and they respond and react to you accordingly. And if you don't have that stuff together, you can have the best you know, visual presence, right? You can be beautiful, you can be attractive, you can have, you know, the best graphics and, you know, the best website and all that stuff. But ultimately, if you don't have that inner, um, inner beingness together, um, people will notice that it, it, it will show up and, and people will respond to you based on that. Yeah, it, it's funny, though, like, people can only pretend to be something they're not, but for so long before people realize that ain't really yeah. you. Right. You know, so, you know, either you are what you are, or you not, you know, I mean, some people can stretch it a little longer than others. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, some but, people be getting over for years. You're like, uh, no, how did I miss that? <laughs> right. <laughs> but, for, but for the most part, most people tell on themselves pretty, you know, pretty sure. soon. So, um, but, uh, you know, like I said, I always, you know, from before I actually had a chance to, to, to get to know you, like I always had this respect for what you did, you and Fitz, you know, like it, just the energy you guys brought. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it just was like, I mean, it's one of those things where like from the jump from your show, Boot to Boom, it was just like you were engaged. You yeah. were in it, you know, like just the way you guys kicked it off and the way that you guys, you know, had, had that thing popping. So, um, you know, and then, like I said, like you have this certain energy about you where you, you know, like, like I believe in you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I believe like yeah. when you say you're going to climb Mount Kilimanjaro, she didn't say that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if she did, I would be like, she's going to do it. I believe mm. it. I believe I'll it. I'll take it. You I'll know? take it. All right. I'm going to win a million dollars. <laughs> Manifest it, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. I, look, I I definitely believe it for sure. Now you are located in um, the DC area, right? I am in the DMV. I'm in Maryland. Yep. Uh, oh, okay, in Maryland. Okay. Now, anyone who knows me knows my second favorite place. I didn't, I know you didn't. You you said Maryland, so that means you're probably not in Baltimore. Right. So, yeah, because people will say Baltimore when they're in Baltimore. They'll say Maryland. They're definitely not in Baltimore when they say they're in Maryland. Right. And we don't want to be confused either. Right. Now, I love, <laughs> I love Baltimore. Like, we don't, that's why, like, if somebody does not know the D.C. area, I won't say Maryland. I'll just say D.C. Right. Because if I say Maryland, then they'll think Baltimore because they don't know the area. Right. Where just like you said, you know, most people from Baltimore will say I'm from Baltimore. Nah. I'm from D.C. I'm I'm from the Maryland part of D.C. Right. Because I know, that's why I knew, like, I was like, oh, yeah, she's not even know Baltimore. Mm -mm. Uh, because, you know, that's 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 right. But, um, okay, so in that area, like, 
Um, I haven't been in that area in a while, but mm-hmm. you know, I always, you know, people, I know a lot of people in the DMV area and they mm-hmm. talk about like the upward mobility, especially black folks. And they talk about the, um, it's like a, a, a good, you know, there's a good networking, you know, mm-hmm. um, and all of that kind of stuff. Can you speak to how that area is, um, from your perspective? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I love this area. I'm originally from Connecticut. I came here cause I went to the original, the only HU, Howard University. And um, so I came for undergrad and actually went there grad and stayed. So I have seen DC go through gentrification. I've seen the whole cycle. I came here in 94. And when I came here, literally DC was called the murder capital of the country. So I've seen it when it was black, black, when it was chocolate city. And now when it's like, kind of like, milk chocolate, no, white chocolate city. (laughs) Kind of like white chocolate right about now. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've witnessed all of that. And one of the reasons why I stayed is because I have a really strong network here. And just talking about coaching, you know, the blessing of this area, even though all of my clients are not in this area, I have a lot of clients that are outside in this area, but this was a good place to have a strong base. You know, right now, most of my clients are predominantly um, black professional women in government, in corporate, um, in their own businesses, nonprofits. And this area, um, you know, you tend to have a lot of people who are very educated, um, who are very active, who are political, who are, you know, doing quite well, six figure earners on up because to live in this area comfortably, you kind of have to be. Um, I think we saw like Facebook had this study of like, you know, how much it costs to be comfortable and be happy in a certain area. And DC was definitely one of the higher, you know, higher end. Um, so it is a good network. It's, it's, um, this is an area where a lot of people weren't necessarily born here, but they came here, whether it was for school, like I did, whether it's for government, you got the strong government, you got military, um, you have the you know really big political scene, um, but then you also have heavy industry. You have a lot of corporations and things as well. So there's a lot of opportunities in the DC area. So a lot of people flock here. So you do get people literally from all over. And um, you do have a really nice progressive group of black people. Mm. What I will say um, that is sort of lacking, like if you're just coming in, I was fortunate I came in for undergrad. So I built, I have a, a nice community. I have a good friendship circle and things like that. What I am seeing though, is because of gentrification and because you have, you know, so many families that have been uprooted and had to leave and, you know, went into different parts of Maryland or other places and moved. Um, the community of DC has changed. Um, and so it's not, as you will say, a lot of people say, oh, it's not friendly. Oh, it's not this. Cause you literally, you got people coming from everywhere. Um, so there is sort of that loss of community, if you will, um, as opposed to kind of how it was before. But if you're a progressive black person, you're starting a business, you're really trying to do something. This is a great area to support that. Yeah. And, uh, the great Marion Barry, uh, yeah. was very responsible for a lot of that. And uh, I think he deserves, uh, you know, he, he, I think he died, what was it, a, a year or two ago, something like that? Oh, no, it's been more than that. Was it, but it... He, he will always live on um, in this area. I, I can't tell you how many people, he gave me my first school job. Like, Marion Barry could do no wrong. 
So he will always live on um, in a D.C. area. You can say what you want outside of here, but here he is still king. Oh, yeah, he was great. He was one of our, our great politicians. Um, he, he, I mean, he, he's, you know, I, I know the whole drug thing. You know, I, <laughs> I hate that, you know, that's the focus of it because he did so yeah, much. Legacy. He did way better than the people that weren't on drugs. <laughs> okay, so so I, I, I respect the heck out of him. So, yeah, definitely. But, um, uh, so that's, that's very interesting. And, you know, like, you do have that feel that, that DMV feel to you, you know, that. How so? That you, 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 you do, you do. You have <laughs> most that. people don't say that because even though I've lived here a long time, I'm not from here. Uh-huh. And most people will be like, mm, you from up north somewhere. I don't really know. Like maybe New York, not really. Cause they can't quite place it, but it's not necessarily like a DC thing either. No, not that you're a native, but more like a sister that is making her bones in, in there. You do have that kind of feel to you. So I I, I wouldn't. I mean, it, if I, I think it's know. a beautiful place that it sort of fosters that. It, right. I mean, it, it does. And there there's a lot, especially if you're a woman in business. Um, There's a lot of opportunities here. There there are. There's a lot of good networking. There's so many conferences. There's so many different things to uh, tap into this area. So much so sometimes that it, it can be really overwhelming. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a lot. Um. You know, I think, you know, here, I, I, you know, probably other places like Atlanta, like it's it's a lot. Like if I wanted to be busy all the time, I could. Mm-hmm. I could find something every single day of the week to do and it would not be a stretch. Um, so there's always something going on here um, because there is that that really tight, um, that tight network. So, yeah, there, there's a lot of opportunities connect, to connect here. And then also uh, being a, a woman, too. You don't have to spend much money because you can always get a, a sucker to take you out. Spend some bread. Well, some bread, I don't some go bread. out with suckers. Spend <laughs> so. some bread. I, I just call all men. I, 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 call, <laughs> I don't go out my, with suckers. I, that, I, I, that's my loving uh, term for us men who love women. Uh, I call us all suckers. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Me too. Uh, so, you know, so you know, you can always enjoy the city that way. Right. Um, I I say you got to pick your battles. Mm -hmm. I I only speak for myself. I'm not going to spend time with anybody that I don't genuinely want to spend time with. So I have my own money. So I am not going to like go out with a dude because, Ooh, he'll take me out. I mean, that's easy. Any, any guy will do that. Um, I need to enjoy your company. Um, if not, yeah, that's not going to happen. So, but you know, what I will say about this city too, Mm -hmm. the beautiful thing is that, you know, even though it is an expensive area to live in, it is not an expensive area to play in. Like there's so many free things to do, like, especially in the spring and summer. And of course we have the Smithsonian museums, which are always free. Um, The zoo is free. There's always different events popping up. So this is an area that you can really play in and not spend a lot of money, especially in the spring and summer months where there's a lot of outdoor festivals and farmers markets and uh, different things like that. So it's it's not expensive in that capacity. It's just expensive to physically live here. Right. Yeah. And um, uh, I don't know, though, the zoo, though. Why not? Some people like the zoo. Now, I, I haven't been in years, but some people like the I, zoo. No, I mean, the zoo is cool, but I just don't see Ava Laura 
wanting to go on a zoo date. I, it's been a while since I've been to the zoo, but okay. I've been. All right, because I don't see Ava Laura taking the selfie in front of the monkey cage. Well, you know, watch out next year. <laughs> next year? Okay. <laughs> All right. Maybe I'll... when I come back to California, I'll go to San Diego Zoo. Oh, okay. Is that, is that, that's what it is? Yeah, that'd be that'd be interesting. He'd be like, "Guess what? We're, guess where we're going today, honey? To the zoo." You'd be like, "What?" <laughs> I don't know. Listen, I mean, it's it's all good. I, you know, I'm one of those people. Like, I'm a life learner, mm-hmm. and regardless of what I do, I like to have fun. I like to enjoy life, and I like to learn. And so, I look at it as any opportunity like that. You you always learn, and animals. I, Honestly, like we we don't we don't give that enough. Um, we don't really talk about that a lot, but it's a lot you can learn from animals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just you know, human nature. You know the way how why we do the things that we do, and you know all those kind of things. So looking at that and understanding that. So you know, I'm a learner. So if I get to go have fun and learn something, I'm doing good. Okay. And and eat because you know I'm a foodie, so I gotta eat too. Okay. So we got to put that in there. So we're dispelling some uh, Ava Laura myths. She is okay with going to the zoo, y'all. <laughs> so, okay. All right. And she likes to have fun. Right. And also, now, this one, this is not a myth. You are one of the busiest people I know. You have a lot of stuff going. So Yes. So, it, 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 I've been told that. Sometimes busier than others. Sometimes I'm I'm not even busy but people just think i'm busy so (laughs) this weekend like this week is busy but there's some weekends i think like last weekend i literally i had nothing going on but people like oh i thought you no i wasn't busy so you know i again like i said i'm a proponent of self-care so Mm -hmm. i'm always working to find that balance like if i'm gonna teach all about work-life balance and self-care and you know, living your best life and how to live more fully and how to embrace your life. Like I have to practice those things myself. So I always work to find that balance. So am I busy? Yes. But then I'll also balance that out with downtime too. Right. No, that's good. That's good. But now last year, I know that um, you were putting together a uh, a trip to Spain and um, mm-hmm. so it's going to carry over to, um, to this year so tell us mm-hmm. about tell us about that and the status and all that yeah so it's like I said I'm a learner and when I tell you one of the things that um that I think is a blessing and the curse of business is that you um most of us are visionaries right like we have a vision for things um things that we want to do and I think what one of the beautiful things is you when you get to see your vision and you get to carry that out and it works out exactly how you want it to. And and then the curse, if you will, um, is when you have a vision and it doesn't work out how you want it to, although um, there's a lot of lessons in there if you choose to really see what's going on. And that's what happened with the Spain retreat. Like I just had this amazing vision, really excited about it, still excited about it. And in terms of it's um, the Black Women Leaders Retreat and the first place um, that we were going to was Spain. And that was so important to me. And it was really, the theme was unwind and unplug. Because again, back to a lot of us are busy. I just call it team doing too much. Just hashtag team doing too much. And we're all over the place and we don't know whether we're coming or going. And we're not taking that time out for self-care. We're not taking that downtime. We don't have that balance. And so having that week 
and another space and another environment to just unwind and unplug, relax, find yourself again, connect with yourself, you know, reflect on your life, look at why you're doing the things that you're doing, like all those things that we should be doing regularly that unfortunately a lot of us just don't take out the time to do it. Right. And um, so that was the vision. And when I knew that that wasn't going to happen or was not working out that way, we had to say, you know what, let's postpone it and do it uh, 2020. Um, and even now, you know, I think part of my self-care is that it's, it's such a massive undertaking, far more than I ever thought it was going to be. I kind of put it down for a while and I said, okay, I'm going to pick it back up. So we, um, I'm not in the planning phase that I thought that I would be in terms of, okay, yes, now I'm going to have all the details worked out. Um, we don't, cause I really just put it down. I said, there's so many other things that I have going on. I'm going to focus on these things and then I'm just going to pick it back up when I feel ready to do so. And that's honestly what I've did, what I did and just feeling okay with not feeling like, oh my God, I got to do this now. I got to figure this out. And if I don't, I had to just let all that go and just honor myself and honor my body and go with the flow. So what I'm looking at now is, um, well, still the same time frame, late October, early November um, for this retreat. And it may not be Spain. It may be Spain or it may not be Spain. Um, just because I finally had to say, I'm not going to force anything to happen. What's important to me is the integrity of the vision. That's what's important to me. So if that takes place in Spain, great. If not, great too. I just want the integrity of the business. I mean, of, of the actual retreat. So you can definitely, like, if you're following me on social media, um, if you are connected with me on my mailing list, you'll definitely get updates about where it's going to be, the exact time frame. It is going to happen. It's just a matter of where and the exact dates. All right. And, look, I'm pulling for you. I, uh, I think it's a great idea. And, um, you know, hey, I've even volunteered to be, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, help the ladies along, you know, the trip. I mean, we can see from all the, it's so funny, all the stuff that I said, there was no comments. We started talking about this retreat and I see all these women popping up. I'm like, oh, okay. So they are listening. They are watching. So yeah. yes. I mean, and that's one of the things like people are still asking me. They're like, Ava Lord, when's the retreat? Let me know. I got a plan. And I'm just like, it's, it's coming. It's coming. You know, I like, like you said, I have a lot going on and I just realized I had to prioritize and you know, it, it, it'll be out there when I'm ready to put it out there. <laughs> hey, that's good, though. That, that's cool. And, I, hey, man, hey, sometimes you got to recalibrate, you know? Yes. So, no. Yes. That's really I got to practice what I preach. Right. So, um, you know, your, your life coaching empire, right? <laughs> Like, we, like I like that. Like we've our look. We've already taken down the DMV. We got that on lock, mm -hmm. right? So now you got to come to West. You got to you know what? Got to set up shop I, out here. I am. I am so down. I love the West Coast. I told you when I was out there, like it felt like home. It just felt like a place where um, I could thrive and um, I could really make an impact. Um, so many opportunities. So I, I am so looking forward to opportunities to really connect and um, and do something on the West Coast, in particular um, in California. And I actually I have clients in California. So a lot I would say probably about 30, 
35% of my clients are, are um, virtual outside of the DC area. So I have some clients um, in California, I have some clients in Texas, I have clients all over in, in, in different spaces. Um, but that is an area that I would definitely, you know, I don't know if it would be bi-coastal. I don't even know what it would look like, but I can absolutely see myself in California doing some work. I can totally see you here as well. You you would uh, definitely come in and uh, you'd be definitely uh, well received, I think. So So hook it up, Kente. Hook it up. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do 2020 it. 2020 goals. 2020. All right. So um, now here's my thing is, I, one thing I had to learn, and actually this is the way I started off the broadcast. I talked about how, you know, I got all these things popping in 2020, but mm -hmm. one thing that I want to do is make sure that I do the self-care and mm -hmm. like I did a spa day. Like, look, I'm a caveman. Oh, go you. I'm a caveman, right? And um, and the way that we did it was, it was my brother's idea from for our mother, right? Mm. And, um, Cause he was like, yeah, there's this place. It's called Glen Ivy. It's in Corona. You know, you just be there all day and all this. And I'm like, and I don't know why I was like, I don't know if I want to do that. Like, <laughs> you know, like, I, I don't know why at first. Like, I that was, was like, all like fun. They're going to have sports, like football. What, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how it was. And then I was like, do I even want to go? And my sister was flying in and oh, wow. all these people were coming in and, so I had to go, man, that was one of the best things. Like it was all day. Mm -hmm. It was in the hot springs. Mm. It was, I didn't do the mud. I should have done the mud. Okay. So you're going to have to bring me there when I get there. Cause you that sounds nice. But any keep going. excuse, any excuse, man, to go back is I look, it could be, uh, it could be, um, groundhog's day. Let's go. You know, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it, and and I was just so relaxed in a way that I hadn't been. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, so I, I'm definitely going to go back, uh, pretty soon. And, but what I want to do is start making that kind of stuff like a regular thing. Like, yeah. you know, um, getting a massage, you know, mm -hmm. on a, like have a, a regular appointment, getting a massage. That's, yep. what we, that's what we started talking about at the beginning of, of the, the program mm. uh, It's just doing those kind of things. Because I know that afterwards, when I do get to do it, like I'm in a better headspace. Like I feel yeah. better. I I feel recharged. You know, I feel like I can. You know, um, you know. I, I I just I feel like I need that, right? Because yeah, because you know we 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 grind really hard. We up 24 hours doing the podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, <laughs> you know, and um, so I can imagine. I mean, look. I can imagine though. I, I have a feeling that you, you do those kind of things, right? You, you, you look out for yourself, right? You, Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, I have to. Um, and again, like I said, I have to practice what I preach. So mm -hmm. I can't talk about self-care and preach self-care and not do it. Mm -hmm. um, am I guilty of not doing it enough sometimes? Absolutely. I'm human and I'm, you know, I'm in this world like everybody else. Um, and so sometimes when I'm teaching about it, when I'm speaking, when I'm, you know, doing a presentation at this corporation or this retreat or whatever, sometimes it's a reminder to myself um, of, of what's necessary. Um, but one of the things that I talk about is having a self-care plan. Mm -hmm. 
and what a self-care plan should look like and the different components of that and how there really should be daily self-care activity, weekly self-care and monthly self-care activities. Mm -hmm. And so that way, if you're constantly doing that and it's in your calendar, like you're scheduling it, you're getting enough self-care because otherwise I can guarantee you, you won't. Right. You will always find something else that you deem to be more important, unfortunately, than taking care of yourself. That is how we're trained. That is how we're programmed. We're programmed. Work is important. Family is more important. Our kids are more important. Our husband, our, our wife, whatever. And so we're the last thing on our list. Well, if I have time, I'll get that massage. You know, if I have time, I'll go to the spa. If I have time, I'll get my hair done, as opposed to let me plan this and let me schedule this. I am a priority, and so let me work my schedule around that. Mm -hmm. So I talk about the fact that you got to have, you know, your daily, your weekly, your monthly self-care. So what you're talking about, that's something that you might do. Maybe you might do monthly or maybe you might do, you know, every quarter or something like that. But you plan that and you get it in so that you're not on empty. Right. Because most people's self-care is reactionary, right? It's, oh my God, I'm tired, I'm exhausted, I'm not sleeping enough, or you know, I didn't get that Reiki treatment, or I haven't worked out, or I didn't drink enough water, or I didn't eat, whatever it is. And so you're reacting to the fact that you have run yourself down as opposed to being more proactive and saying, okay, I'm looking at my calendar, and today I got on my calendar meditation, prayer, exercise, you know what I mean? That That's what I'm going to do on my daily and then on my weekly. Um, you know, maybe I'll go and hang out with my friends and just do something fun or go watch a movie or have family day. And then maybe my monthly, I'll get a Reiki treatment or I'll get a massage or I'll go to that spa. But most, we don't do that. We don't plan that. It's always, oh my God, I'm tired. Now I have to do something. Right. You know, it's funny at the, at the uh, place and they should totally uh, give me uh, some, a kickback because uh, I'm really going to sell this place because it's a great place. I think it sounds like you don't mention the place like they need to be. You need to have a referral program or something. I know. Right. Like they have, this, <laughs> they have this one thing Now I didn't do this one. I kind of punked out on this one. They have a, a, like these two springs next to each other. And one is a mm-hmm. hot spring and then the other one's a cold spring. Okay. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, so, you know, so you go in the hot one, right? And, and then, then you go in the cold. Cold one, right? And yeah. I couldn't do it, man. It so next time you have to do it. It's so invigorating. Like it just brings your body alive. And mm-hmm. I know it's counterintuitive, especially black folks. We ain't trying to be in no cold. Right, right. But after you have that heat and then you go into the cold, it kind of like balances out your body and your equilibrium. And there's so many different health benefits to that. That's like nice. even athletes will tell you, you know, just taking like cold baths and um and ice baths and stuff like that, like for their muscles and for their body. So there's a lot of different health benefits to that. So you, you got to do it next time. You don't have to stay a long time. You know, even if you, you just do it for like a minute or so and hop back out and then go back in the warm one, you can be, do it. Do like, uh, do like Eddie Murphy, the hot tub, but it'd be the cold yeah. tub. <laughs> <laughs> it says, can you not go from uh, cold to hot? Uh, no, you're supposed to go hot to cold. Yeah, hot to cold. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't give you the uh, 
And then you're supposed to do it like eight times, I think. And then yeah, okay. So we have something here called Spa World, mm -hmm. and I had to stop going because um, I told everybody about it, and I was like running into clients and stuff, and I was like, yeah, that's not self care. This is my time. I don't need to see y'all. Right. So I had to stop going. Plus, in the bath part of it is everybody's naked. So that was I was like, yeah, I'm not doing that. I mean, and it's 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 separated as men and women, but still. I was like, I know these people. I've done, no, I'm just not trying to do that. Yeah. But it's it's similar to that. Like you have you have the hot, you have the cold, and then they have like the saunas. Mm -hmm. So they have like the really hot. They have like a salt, you know, sauna. They have like the amethyst room. So they have all these rooms with these different crystal elements, and then they have the colder one as well. So it's the same concept. Yeah, um, I'm sorry. I was looking, and then that's like, the other thing is like on a delay, and then. You had stopped talking, and I was like, "Wait, she is talking. Wait, what's going?" On? I lose the audio, and then I realize, "Oh, I'm looking at the delay." But anyway, um, yeah, and, and I'm gonna do the mud too. I, I should. Oh yeah, mud mind. is good for you. Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely do the mud. Like, actually, what I wanted to do was plan a trip for me and some my male friends, mm -hmm. my brother, my nephew who's about to graduate from Fisk University this year. Okay. Uh, and. I probably shouldn't say this out loud, but I'm so proud of him. Uh, my nephew, uh, Charles, is uh, it might be doing undergrad at, in Columbia. So That's uh, awesome. Yeah. Is it not confirmed yet, though? Like, should you not be saying where because he might not go there? Uh, I, I, I think I'm not talking out of turn. I'm just so proud. <laughs> I'm so proud of my nephew. Like, my nephew, you know, was one of those late stories where you know, like in like the first part of high school, he didn't take it very seriously. And then just something mm -hmm. clicked, something clicked like his junior year and then found out he's like great at math. He wants to get mm. into finance and he just fell in love with finance, the stock market and all of this kind of stuff. I love it. And he went to Fisk University, whereas his mother and father met. At, they went to okay. Fisk. He didn't okay. want to go to Fisk. He wanted to go to University of Kentucky. You know, and random. Uh, well, <laughs> he, he's a big sports guy. I think it was something to do with the sports, even though he wasn't. Okay. Go. I'm like, Negro, you ain't playing basketball there. <laughs> HBCU know. is one of the best experiences ever. Oh, I'll, I'll tell anybody now. all day long. Like, I love Howard up and down. One of the best decisions I ever made to go to an HBCU. Yeah. And you could tell a Howard sister. <laughs> no, nah, but, uh, but yeah, I'm I'm just so proud of him. Like I, I gush about him about um I have a niece who's uh coming back. Um he's she's in the military. Okay. And uh and she is um in the navy and uh everybody knows she's my favorite. Um so You're uh, supposed to hide that. I can't. I can't. Just, just okay. I'm gonna tell you a, a quick story, right? So she graduates high school. She graduates like she skipped two grades, right? Oh wow! She graduates high school, and she's the youngest of my brother's kids, right? Mm-hmm. And she's the only girl, and okay, so it's three boys and one girl, right? And I love all of them deeply. So I've been to all their graduations, high school graduations, right? Mm -hmm. And you know, I'm just you know at the graduation. So my niece, right? She goes up. Um, my niece goes up. And it's so funny because, you know, I love her dearly, right? And I'm like crying, right? And I, you know, 
And it was so funny, right? Because I couldn't help it, right? Because I'm so, this is like my little Aww. niece. And her brothers, my nephews, gave me so much heck. They was like, wait a minute. Why are you crying? Now they were like, you didn't cry at our graduation. That's, that's that powerful feminine energy. <laughs> he had to cry. He had to let it all out. Just couldn't contain it. Just had to let it go. When they called her up, you know, because like, she, you know, like I ain't got no kids, right? So... So my my siblings' kids are like my kids in a in a mm-hmm. way. So you know definitely, but they they gave me a lot of heck. They were like they it was so funny. They were just like, uh, um, uh, hold on a second. They were like uh, shaking my head. He doesn't know how to hide it. Uh, hilarious. <laughs> oh, but that's what I'm saying. But that's our power. And you know what? It, it's so funny. Like we talk about mm-hmm. women and empowerment and all that stuff. You know, part of women empowerment is women just not even understanding how powerful we really are. Mm -hmm. Like we do not own or command our power. And it's like you said, it's not something that we have to demand. We don't have to say, well, you're going to treat me like this and you're going to do this. You don't have to do that. Like if you are comfortable in your own skin, if you are confident, you've done your healing work, like you know who you are Mm -hmm. and you own it, that is powerful. So yeah, you go, you know, have bringing bringing people to tears, right? Just by your presence and by your accomplishments, bringing them to tears. Right. So then you can't hide it. <laughs> yeah, it was weird though. It was like one minute I'm good, and then all of a sudden it was like, where did these emotions come from? You know, it was like, and my nephews looked like they were, you know, they looked at me and they were like, man, you didn't do that for us. That's hilarious. One nephew was like, I just graduated two years ago and you were just <laughs> totally fine. So go ahead, baby girl. So go she, ahead. So she she's she's in the military and she's in the navy and um uh she's in the navy and mm. uh sorry I'm looking for the the uh the chat thing. Y'all see how he doing this? He just he just put me in full view. He just disappearing oh, on me so and just put me out here by myself. That's funny. I was looking <laughs> for the, the the chat thing. Uh, anyway, so no, she's in the, so she's in the navy and she's coming back. Her her uh, aircraft carrier is coming back on mm. Monday, and uh, I, I you know so a lot of us are going up there. Uh, unfortunately, I won't because I'll be in a coma, uh, sleep coma. Knock but, out. Uh, getting your self care on. Getting your sleep. Okay, right, so yeah. let me, so j- just in case so I don't forget, um, do you have a weighted blanket? Just got it. I love let it. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Hashtag favorite things. Oh, my God. I have, So I have my Amazon store, and it's in my Amazon store. Everybody's like, where you get one? Here's my link. Here's my Amazon store. Get your weighted blanket. I love that thing. I love it, too. Like, I actually... Shannon actually talked me into getting one. Yep. Because um, I heard about them and all of this stuff. And then Shannon really spoke highly of it. And, you know, I, I listened to Shannon. So uh, I got one on Amazon, but it was like, it was it was like, a, I don't know what that was. I'm taking that thing back. So then I went to Target and got one. And this one's legit. Like, I love this thing, man. Mm. Yeah, the weighted blanket is a good one. Like, like I'm gonna tell you, that's like my goodbye for the start of the year. Mm-hmm. My other buy that I got in 2019 
like my favorite thing that I purchased all of 2019 is the rain the rainfall shower head. Mm. Man, I love that thing. <laughs> <laughs> I love that thing, man. That thing is amazing. And mm. like I'm I'm shocked I'm not a prune. Cause like I don't want to come out of the shower. Like I hear you. You know, uh I I just love that thing. And then I got it to where I, I, I jimmy rigged it where you can switch it from um the you know, you can do the hand thing and then you also have the ring. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then I, I and then I got the ones with the LED lights in it. I'm really, oh. uh, I got real nerdy. But you got a party going on in your show? I do, man. I, it's real nerdy. Like, <laughs> like, it, like when it's like hot, super hot, it's like you know red, and then it's like green, and it's like yellow, and then like I like to have the lights off. <laughs> so, oh that, my god, that, that is hilarious. <laughs> Man. Well, listen, I mean, like, what I love, though, what I really, really love is, like I said, I mean, I do a lot of speaking. Mm-hmm. And I think la- last year, 2019, I had the most speaking engagements of my career. There were, like, some weeks where I had, like, two, three speaking engagements. Um, I'm not doing that this year. She said I put them on. Um, but what I will say is I love, 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 like a lot of times, like I said, my one-on-one clients are women, but I love when I speak where, I, especially when I go to a lot of these corporations, organizations, law firms, government agencies, um, there's a lot more men. And I love hearing you men talk about self-care because normally that is not something that y'all will talk about. Y'all not going to your boys talking about your shower. You know what I mean? And like what you got going on and your weighted blanket. So I love having these conversations and these spaces where it's safe for men to be like, yeah, I like this. Like I'm taking care of myself, I, you know, my health and, you know, all of these things. And it's fun and, and, and like enjoying that process because that's how it should be. All right. Let me tell you this. This is funny. So some years, a couple of years back, I guess, man, it's been more than a couple of years. It's probably been about eight, nine years. Um, I got a gift someone gave me this thing called a topsy turvy, mm-hmm. which is like this thing where you, um, grow tomatoes. Mm-hmm. And, I remember that. And I remember it was like a bizarre gift, you know, cause it's like, it wasn't nothing I ever expressed that I wanted. <laughs> you ain't asked for it. Like, right. So like a chia pet. Right. So, <laughs> so this person got it for me and it sat for a while. And then I said, you know what? Let me see. And then I actually put it together, mm-hmm. went and put a plan in there and everything. And I got so obsessed with this thing. Like, like it was like a kid. This thing was like a kid. Like I, I'm like super obsessed. I'm like, you know, water. I'm taking, I'm taking pictures of it and everything. Right. <laughs> right. So I'm like, oh man, I'm so proud of this thing. Right. And then it was an accident and the thing fell. No, and I was so crushed. Like, That's sad. Why it, you tell that sad story? It, <laughs> I, I was so crushed. I was like, I was waiting for the happy ending. I thought you had all these tomatoes, and, like, and then you started gardening. Oh, <laughs> well, well, no, but see, this is what happened though. After that, I was so mortified by it. I got into gardening. Mm-hmm. So I got really heavy into gardening, like. I'm doing all this research in the gardening. I'm yeah. plant, I planted a, a tangerine tree. Oh, uh, wow. You know, I just planted a lemon tree uh, recently. Um, and um, I was getting into like flowers and all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing I'm going to tell you, ladies. 
So I'm thinking like, you know, this is something just me, you know, I would go to Lowe's in the gardening section. Mm-hmm. It'd be a lot of dudes just like me. No, dudes garden. I'm talking about men, men, not, you know, yeah, not no, Bhakti boys. Because gardening is really relaxing and it's in nature. You know what I mean? So, um, there's a lot of benefits to that. Plus you're producing something. So it's not just that it's relaxing and you're in nature, but you're cultivating something you're growing. And at the end, like you have a harvest. So yeah, a lot of men garden. In fact, I just finally got into plants Mm -hmm. and I hadn't been in plants for a long time because I thought I had like a black thumb or so. I mean, I do have a black thumb, but you know, because I would kill plants and I was like, how am I a healer? And I'm over here killing plants. Like I could take care of people, but I'm just not working with these plants well. But it was really because I didn't know what the plants were. I didn't know how to properly take care of them. And so one of my friends, one of my boys put me on, he got me my first, we went to, um, we went to the botanical gardens, see another thing in DC free, Right. went to the botanical gardens and I fell in love. My favorite color is purple. And, um, and I saw this purple passion plant and I loved it. And so he bought me one. And ever since then I've been hooked. I got purple passion. I got spider plants. I got, um, I got all these plants in my space. Christmas cactuses. I have, uh, what's this one? Not a spider. Um, I got so many different plants now. From that one plant put me on, so I researched it. Okay, what kind of soil? What kind of lighting? How much water? All that stuff. And now they're thriving, and I love it. Right. Yeah. It's funny, though. Like, when guys get together and they realize (laughs) that they all have that in common, Man, we start talking about it. <laughs> we be like <laughs> giving each other tips. Yo, what kind of soil we use? <laughs> yeah, I get the. <laughs> we be taking that stuff serious, man. <laughs> yeah, it's funny, man. I've I been love in a... it. I love it. I love Look, it. I, I've been around some straight up gangsters in the garden. Okay, <laughs> they put the AK down and picked up the hope, and not that hole on the on the corner. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it, it's it's funny man yeah that's and, good stuff yeah, i love it yeah, i mean i'm glad that we're just we're having more of those spaces because we need it because i mean the truth is and you know just the state of not even just black folks but just people in general like this society is so toxic i will never be out of business I will never be out of business. I mean, human nature, this the this world that we live in is so toxic. This environment is so toxic. We are so taught to um, really value everything outside of us. You know, we're, we are taught that, you know, our worth is about how much we can actually produce versus just being, you know what I mean? And feeling and just um, being thriving individuals and living in purpose and living in passion and, and creating a legacy. Like, that's not our worth. Our worth is how much can you produce for this company, this organization, and that is your value. Right. And when you live in an environment like that, we lose sight of the things that are so important. And so when we can have conversations about these things and come back to reality and prioritizing ourselves and what really is important and why are you here and, you know, what is the legacy that you're leaving and what are you cultivating and how are you uh, making an impact in this world? I think it's so important to have those spaces. Right. And you know what? I'm going to give me a new topsy-turvy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I think it's time. It's time. I, I think I've gotten over 
that my loss, I'm going to, I'm going to make sure that, you know, I, this one, ain't, it ain't going to happen again on my watch. So, All right. So it wasn't yes, my fault. We're going to learn from the past, right? right? We're going to grieve our losses. We're going to heal and we're going to move on. You, you want to hear something funny? So I had, you, you know, that, um, the block spot, you know, the, uh, it was like this blogging site that, uh, you could, everybody would put their blog. It was one of the early ones. Okay. Yes. So I had one where I would always put photos up of, of like my topsy turvy. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, later it would be my other gardening, uh, efforts. And it was so funny. So, I mean, it's funny now, but so I would always put pictures up and people would like, get all into it like they wanted mm. they wanted the updates and stuff right wow and a, Look that, at you. that was back when you would do a blog any blog would just pop right so mm-hmm. so it was like a lot of people that was into it so when i accidentally killed it i didn't put of course i didn't want to put nothing up no more <laughs> and then i got all you these talk about it yeah and all these people were like so like like, hey, you didn't put no new pictures up. And I'm just like, so then I had to say, you know, what happened. And people were like mourning the loss of my tomatoes. <laughs> it's like, it's See how we now. can make an impact just right. by sharing what you're doing and your story. And look at you inspiring all these people. You probably inspired some other gardeners out there. I think so. Yeah. Cause, cause I, I was like really diligent. Every time, you know, mm. every time it would grow and all of this stuff. And that I, was your I, baby. It was. I'm talking about when that thing fell. You would, you would have. Thought, I mean, I was like broken up about it. Like it was like serious business. So, you know, I don't know. I'm, maybe I'm getting a soft, becoming a softy in my old age. But uh, maybe you, know. you always were, and you're just discovering it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, Ava Laura, it is always wonderful talking to you. You know, uh, I admire you dearly. Um, thank you. I feel so blessed. I got an hour with Ava Laura. So uh, I, I feel you. I feel very uh, blessed. And um, um, how can people get you in social media? And what should we be on the lookout for? Uh, you know, you have a podcast and different things. Yes, I have a lot of different things coming out. Um, you know, first and foremost, I'm Googleicious. I am the only Ava Laura. So you type in A-V-A-L-A-U-R-A. I will pop up. You can go to avalora.com um, and then you'll have, you know, you'll get my Instagram, my Facebook, my Twitter, LinkedIn, all of that. Avalora.com is my hub. Um, connect with me on social media. Um, I have, so let's see, what do I have coming up? I'm always doing Reiki training. So I have a lot of Reiki trainings coming up um, where I'm certifying you on Reiki. So if you are in the healing field, if you're in the mental health field, I'm getting a lot of social workers, um, psychologists, mental health professionals who want to add holistic practices to their business, to their mental health business, because that's a whole nother story, but that's bro- so broken. Um, so you can come train with me um, and learn how to do Reiki for yourself or for clients, friends, family. Um, and um, I have the Crown Jewel Experience coming up, which is the head wrap and waist beads party. So teaching you how to wrap your hair, um, teaching you about waist beads, how to create your own custom waist beads with the energy and intention that you want. So I have that coming up. Of course, the retreat that we talked about. And I also have the Black Women Leave America podcast coming up. Um, which we'll be launching next month. I'm really excited about um, 
telling black women's stories, uh, talking about, you know, all these women who are traveling abroad, internationally living abroad and the things that they're learning and discovering and, you know, um, what that is bringing to their life. And it's, it's such an awesome podcast. It's such an awesome learning experience just to see how we limit our own selves, how we limit our freedom, how our thoughts uh, really do create our reality. And even though we are quote unquote free, we're not living as free. Um, and how sometimes when you get outside of your environment, um, it, it frees you up in ways that you can't even imagine. Uh, so Black Women Leave America will be launched in February. You can go to blackwomenleaveamerica.com um, and learn more about that. We're also on um, Instagram and Facebook. So check me out. Go to avalord.com and you can connect with me in all those different facets of what I have going on. All right. I love it. I love it. And And Black women, don't leave America. I mean, leave America, but don't leave America because we need some of y'all here. So <laughs> you don't have to stay, but you leave. You can come back. Right, Although right. a lot of them ain't coming back. I know, you... right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you can leave with us, Kente. You don't have to stay here. I don't have to stay here, but I do though, because somebody with sense got to be here. We all the people with sense can't leave. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thank thank you so much. Uh, and uh, we're going to continue on uh, with the 24-hour. So I'm going to restart the stream. You guys have a, a, a hold on, and I'll be right back. Last year, 76 online shoppers' banking details were hacked every minute. Many of these people were attacked on public Wi-Fi at cafes and airports. Protect your logins and bank details from hackers with TunnelBear. TunnelBear gives you free data to start so you can see if the network is right for you. Sign up now at protectyourwifi.com and get one extra gig of data for free. Visit protectyourwifi.com for more information. At Jewelers Mutual, we're a little obsessed with jewelry. Obsessed like auctioneers with talking fast. 50, we're going to Pop stars with auto-tune. And dentists with asking questions so, how did he propose? after they've put their hands in your mouth. Great. Yes, we've made jewelry our obsession for over 100 years. We love it so much, we named our kids Ruby, Amber, and Opal. Venti soy latte for Opal? At Jewelers Mutual, we insure jewelry and only jewelry, which is why people who are also obsessed with jewelry trust us with theirs.